people who are filled with the dumbness. And I'm just tired of uh, these idiots. I cannot handle um, these idiots in society anymore. I don't understand it. Let me cut those cords. Ding-a-ling, hello, ding-a-ling. And what's with this, you know, clicking ballpoint pens ASMR and the sound of the pens in the jar? You ASMR activists, sick of it. You like this? You like this? It's scotch tape. Scotch tape ASMR. Okay, and, okay, and, yeah, and what about this? Okay, listen to this. You like that? That's the sound of me flipping through the post-it pack. Okay, I'm tired of it. I'm just, like, tired of it, Johnny. I can't, what, oh, hold on. What about this? You like this? Stapler ASMR with no staplers coming out. God damn it, Dale, I'm serious. Sick of this crap. You idiots out there. How about this? I bought two new index card packs. And I'm smashing them together. You like that, you stupid idiots? tired of this crap. I'm just, I am tired of this new normal because it is abnormal compared to normal. And I'm done with it, Johnny. Let's open the phone lines and see what other people are doing. Oh, hi, girlfriend. So, oh, yeah, hi, this Jonathan. new normal sucks. Um, it's terrible. It's like I'm tired of it. Stupid is the new smart. Right? Everything's upside down. Oh, I know. Uh, bad behavior is the new mm-hmm. okay behavior. Oh, yeah. Covering up your individuality with a face mask. No, um, it's acceptable, even though no, face masks no. have been proven to not block any viruses. These viruses are so small mm-hmm. compared to the large holes in face masks. For and I'm so sick of it. Yeah, and if you can smell a fart through a face mask or your own belch. Obviously, a face mask doesn't clean anything coming in or going out, and I'm sick of it. Oh, hi, this is Pastor Purdy and Turner of Blessed Souls Ministry, sending all your money. We're doing a fundraising drive for my cousin Ernie, and he seems to be at that age in his life when he would like to speak and learn how to speak and have talks. Um, he hasn't spoken ever in his life, and he just kind of grunts and makes sounds like a dumb animal like a squirrel being ground up in a blender or something with a bunch of acorns. He kind of grew up amongst the animals, the rodents and the other hole-digging creatures in God's earth. And so he's doing a fundraising drive for Ernie and and I'm going to bring in some uh, biblical experts to command him to speak on command. And because I tried, I've tried so many times, you don't know how many Bibles I've worn out smacking him and pushing the Bible into his head, trying to get that scripture to go through like osmosis. I heard that's a technique they like to use in the Middle East when they beat people to get the smarts into them. But it don't work a lot because often the people just die. Now, he's not dead. Cousin Ernie ain't dead. But uh, I did have him go to a, a head lump reader because of all the lumps on his head from them Bible beatings. And it's just not getting into him, so I don't know what's wrong with him. Could it be that you literally and biblically what? knocked the sense out of him? Uh, like, what so. if he had it, but mm. you beat it out of him? No. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, no. another way to get things into people uh-huh. is to use sort of like a delivery mechanism, like a gel or a paste. Or a Bible. 
And then I often do that with clients. Well, um, with my private sessions and hotel uh, rooms uh, of my choice. I will smear a gel mm -hmm, on them. Mm -hmm. And then I'll slap them. And uh, I'll just slap their face. Oh, that's and interesting. And say, now you listen to me. This is a tarot card that I drew. That's right. Um, not a tarot card you'd rather that I would draw, but this is the tarot spread going on. Mm -hmm. So are we going to deal with this spread or not? And then I slap him again, kind of like that. You see, I've done that. I've beat him over and over with the Bible on his face. I'll slap it in his face. I'll slap it on his face. Beat him on the back of the head. Sometimes I'll put his wrist on a block or like a steel anvil, and then I'll just smash it with the Bible. Trying to get the word into the boy, but uh, I'm trying to beat him into a red, God-fearing Christian full of the red blood and not the blue bloods, because he needs to be on the right side of justice, the right side of history, and the right side of the political aisle, so to speak, so we can mm -hmm. still have Mitt Romney as the president. Well, Mitt, no, <laughs> Mitt Romney is not the president. Yes, he he's is. He's never been the president. Oh, yes, he um, is. He's not the president now, oh, and he goodness. probably never will be. Fake so news. you can just forget that whole white horse Mormon bullshit. Well, that, is, that is not Christian language. He's the top 1%, and I know he's that. part of the problem. Yes, but as long as he pays his HOA dues, I'm fine, because I'm the president of the HOA so, in my community, my gated community yeah, here in Yeah, but that doesn't make a difference. He is the president. It's a fake news. Going on, it's mass hysteria is what's going on. People don't want other peoples to believe that President Mitt Romney is the president right now. This all this stuff going on is a big show. You know, these people who think that Trump's going to be reinstated, he can't be reinstated when Mitt Romney is the president, who is controlling these audits. And Mitt Romney has been doing investigations into the Pizzagate fiasco with Hillary Clinton forcing the kids in the basement to make pizzas out of ground-up kids. Yeah, so um, where do you get your news? Because everything you just said mm -hmm. is not real. No, it it has not been happening. It is real. And it is not happening. Those are lies. No, there's no lies because they're from Jesus. The lies that we see, Jonathan, I'm surprised at you, Jonathan, for having an IQ supposedly and allegedly so high when I'm the one who got 100%, my IQ is 100. And that's 100%. I got all of them right. And so when I get these challenges from Jesus and the seven angels and we do the dance on the glory clouds, and I need to write these down and report them to the news. That's... The media that I watch, it's called the news, and they report things at Purna Channel, and that's how I know it's real, because I get it first from Jesus and the seven angels, and <laughs> then they report it, yeah. and that's what makes it real. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, just because I'm picking my nose, because oh my I don't really care, Oogly no one can see me anyway, but um, Is you you know, just because you say something in the media but. doesn't make it true and doesn't make it real well when i speak it's real i mean it is happening just like you is speaking now jonathan this parent think that you practically trying to say that when you speaking to parent just now that it's not real because you's not doing it but yet i hear you doing mm -hmm. it do you think i'm a schizophrenic we could test for that because i can do the energy level muscle testing See on that? my chest in the hotel room of my child right. with topless no panties only wearing the sandals. Yeah. thousand dollars a session, Jonathan, and we can do that. Yeah, and you're going to test what? Yes, me or the pastor sin. or the ideas not coming me. out of his mouth, the content that's coming. I'm My sorry, content. the non-tent, oh. because it's not true. It's not real. Are you saying that Jesus is not real? What about the holiness of the seven angels? 
you know, holiness doesn't mean holes. I like they got a hole in their brain. Angels don't have holes in their brains. I think Jonathan has a hole in your brain, and you need to have some therapy. And maybe I could take the Bible and push it into that hole, Jonathan, and plug that hole with the Bible. And then you'd have some sense again. Oh, I think boy. your IQ is lower than Pernian's now. <laughs> you know, an IQ of 100 doesn't mean you got 100%, and it doesn't mean you got 100% right. An IQ of 100 is basically a dumbass. Now, see, now Jesus told me you would say that, Jonathan. That is not true. <laughs> I looked it up in the Holy Scripture. You looked it up. And I know that uh, Pernod is filled with the holiness. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's not going to have this bother me, Jonathan. This is just nonsense. Off the devil. Demon out. Demon out. And when you say demon out, what demons are out such that the, you, the I don't know, scatter them about with your, your hand claps. I just, I don't understand what the right. clapping is it scares them coupled away. with these magic words. That's right. Demon it's, it's out. It's, it's like, did something appear and then you make it disappear? Yes. Are you into magic? It's kind of like oh. that magic, you know, is it M-A-G-I-C no, no. versus M-A-G-I-C-K with that witchcraft nonsense. Oh my That's real paganism. Right this now. is not the paganism demon out. Demon I condemn thee in the name of the devil, and I release thee in the name of Jesus. And that's uh, some of the sayings that we say, you know, sometimes parents speak it in tongues. And so when I speak in tongues, only the Pentecostals understand what I say, and it's amazing. Every time I say something oogly boogly nonsense out of parents' mouth, they always do the same thing. They get up from the pews and run to the back of the room and buy whatever it is I'm selling. So I'm sticking with it. I may not understand what I'm doing, but I'm staying with this to raise them Lord and Doris funds for the church. Sending all your money. You know, that is a tactic that a lot of speakers use. Say something that makes absolutely no sense or is nonsense. That is not in the best interests of the people sitting in the audience. These people have all kinds of, you know, they're very into the virtue signaling and the victim signaling. That's basically any audience of any seminar on the face of the earth, especially in America, where they're always victims yeah. trying to virtue signal their ass out of it, Jonathan. No, I mean, I know that. It's just like, do you have like the perfect example that we could just talk about, you know, not to philosophize about, but like what is an example of the perfect victim who's virtue signaling, you know, I mean, because, like, I don't do these kinds of things with my L.A. lifestyle system, total system. Yeah, well, see, that's everywhere, Jonathan. That's, that's why the business does, I mean, the church does so well, is we just pass out them offering bowls, and I push the guilt, I push their pain point or their happy point. And some people is happy to give to God. Some people want to feel bad when they give to God. And I push both them buttons. And I make sure that everyone in the audience has that opportunity to give. Their Lord endorsed funds, no matter how poor they is. You can give something to God and have less now. So you can have more later in the afterlife with Jesus and seven angels and Pernian. And Jesus and God, we all going to be in the kingdom with the pearly white gates and the gold and... All the jewels and everything uh, is just fabulous. Heaven is a fun place. It's better than Disneyland. And it's more beautiful. Like, I would be beautiful 
more so in heaven than I am down here. And the reason why Jesus made sure that I'm not so pretty down here, even though I'm gorgeous, is because it would push people away that I'm trying to bring on to my list for my psychic tarot readings. So he made me just, you know, like an 11 out of a 10 mm. instead of a 12 out of a 10, Jonathan. So is this narcissistic grandiosity going on here or are you virtue signaling to cover up your victim signaling? I can't really tell. I mean, I'm still waiting for an example. Like, yeah. what is the example mm -hmm. of a true victim who does virtue signaling? Well, I think it's my cousin Ernie. Cousin Ernie Ferner is such an embarrassment to the family that he is a blood relative, but he is so dumb. We told him, you is adopted, and don't you forget it. You is dumb, you is adopted. And he never spoke. He never did speak, so we don't know if he can speak. But I already told you I've beaten the Bible into his face so many times he started growing lumps. And I thought that that was a defense mechanism against Jesus. So I slapped him again, then he got another lump. So now I have to call in the experts to deal with Ernie. And he is the biggest victim. I was trying to be so nice, so good, by just doing everything wrong. He don't make no sense, and that's why he's the dumbest in the family. Okay, so that's one example. I can read through the lines. Not that they are difficult to read through, but is there another example? Hi guys, Glenda. You'll never guess it happened to me. I left a tip at Elmer's today. Uh, for Jennifer, she's a new waitress. I left double the tip I normally leave. I left her 20 cents on an $8 meal, and I felt so good. And then I went home and had to clip more coupons because um, I found the 20 cents on the bus in my bus seat. And because uh, Glenda don't have 20 cents, but I made her smile so nice. So Jennifer is going to work on all the shifts that Glenda goes to Elmer's. Um, and I found out her schedule in that way. That way, Glenda knows that when you tip a new waitress in just the right amount at the right time, she'll give you day old jello for free, and I won't have to pay for it and clip them damn coupons anymore. I'm sick of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got better things to do mm -hmm. to keep me healthy and strong right. like my day old jello. That's fabulous, you guys. Johnny, cut off all the phone lines. I have an emergency gig I gotta get to. Um, someone was listening in and called the show and scheduled an emergency tarot rating. And I'm gonna go do that right now for $50,000. Um, that's quite a bargain. And uh, just, Johnny, let me just do one last plug. So if you're out there listening and you were listening to this show and you need an emergency tarot reading in the hotel room of my choice. Topless, no panties, only wearing the sandals. I will draw the tarot card for you and tell you what it means. Not the other way around, okay, bitch? You can call uh, my producer now, Johnny. He's manning the phones. And we can do that session. In fact, I'm gonna cook, I'm gonna cut it in half. It's not 50,000, it's 25,000. And you know what? Knock off a couple of those zeros. <laughs> it's 250 bucks for a 10-minute session. That's an introductory rate. So I've chopped it down from $50,000 to 250 bucks. Okay, sign up now. The phones are open and they're lighting up. Oh, and we got one. <laughs> Sucks to be someone who didn't get that one. So I'm gonna go and do my $50,000 session now and I'll do the $250 session. So if you didn't get in on that list, you better do it now. 
or you'll be left out and be a loser. Good night, everyone. Now I've got the whole list right here in my biblical device. Okay. Except the sun went down, so the batteries is dead and it's solar oh powered. And so I have to go through Purdy's brain oh and use my biblical memory blessed by Jesus. Okay, well let's just um, go through the list and I'll see what comes to me with that psychiatric sense. Let me cut those scores. All right. I always like a clear channel. Oh, that's very and interesting. that psychiatric mm-hmm. sense I have with that energy. Yes. Um... Okay, go. Okay, so I got the list. We're going to do the Jimmy Dean pancakes and sausage on a stick. Okay. It looks like a corn dog, but it's not. Interesting. I've got the cans of Manwich. Mmm. And that's a sort of a film that goes between the buns. We've got Pop-Tarts. I've got Velveeta. I've got Doritos. I've got Steakums. I've got Spam Light. And then, of course, we got the Lucky Charms casserole that's going to go on a cookie sheet. You just oh spread the Lucky Charms out yeah, with that fiddle-faddle taffy or something like that. Okay. And then a can of fluff. You like fluff. Pretty love fluff. <laughs> and that's the Lucky Charms casserole. And then we got the mashed potatoes, the bucket of chicken, the bucket of ranch dressing, mm-hmm. and just all kinds of eats. I think that's... That's a good enough start for the the fundraiser to raise money for Ernie. Yeah, and I'm going to be uh, doing some fashions. Um, I'm auditioning the girls. All right. Um, and the guys are going to be the ushers. But I'm auditioning oh, the girls. Nice. We're going to have a tie-dye dress contest. Oh, rainbows. Um, some uh, boxer shorts made out of kilt material. Oh, my gosh. Um, the pleated dress for the fairy contest. Fairies. Um, and then sort of the sling dress where it's slung over one boob and the other <gasps> boob is going to be showing, but there's going to be a pasty on it with a biblical scripture. Oh, I my. thought that would be real clever. Oh, my gosh. Draw attention to the girls, but at the same time, get across that spiritual message of Jesus. Now, that is a good idea because we do need to bring in as many people that is not already under the tent. That's a phrase they use in politics. <laughs> and so we need to bring new people under the tent mm-hmm. and welcome all the peoples whose fits under the tent. We just want all y'all to come into the tent and support this fundraiser for Ernie. Oh, yeah. He's 28 years old, never spoken a word in his life. He likes to flop around like a crab going sideways in the sand, and sometimes he likes to play thumper. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, I think he was raised in the barn. He likes mm-hmm. to imitate the animals that he's seen in that movie starring Josie Foster. Oh, yeah. Who was raised by, uh, jackals or coyotes or something like that but he loves Josie Foster isn't that amazing and I can be with Josie Foster and ask her um, who is she wearing on the red carpet you know kind of like that who is she wearing on the red carpet? Is she wearing a red carpet? No. Is that a fashion no. sense now? Fashion no, no. style? I don't know the words. Is people wearing the carpet? No, she walks on it. I don't know if I could afford a carpet <laughs> if that's what we have to wear to this fundraiser, but I could probably afford mm-hmm. a rug or something, maybe like a thrill rug or just a little Beach piece Beach towel. Of, maybe the carpet pattern, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Pernick could wear a whole carpet, especially not a red one, because that's not the color of Jesus. It needs well, to be purple, like one of my royal vestments all covered in fake Let's uh, cut this.
subject and cut to another one. Um, the phone lines are open. Please tell us the recipes you're going to be bringing to the fundraiser of Erniad. Hi guys, it's Glenda. So I got here in my notes. Let me just get this. Sorry, I'll be here, Mr. Popcorn. I'm back on the popcorn. I know it's not really good for my diet. But, um, so I got these recipes made out of jello. And the first one is, um, it's out of a book of 20 horrifying vintage recipes with jello. Now, the top layer is them square carrots, and below that is the peas. Then we got mushrooms, and in the bottom is artichoke hearts, and that's all done in clear jello. I got another one with uh, your pork and a tomato paste in the show. Turns it red. And you garnish it with them olives, the green olives with the pimentos. That's another one. Got another one of tuna salad on the top of the clear jello, and the bottom is whole pickles. <laughs> Here's another one with vertical wieners of hot dogs. And that's kind of all there is. Another one, you take um, your favorite couple of cans of vegetable soup, dump it in the jello, put it in a jello mold, and that's that. Here's another one. It's lime jello with, um, looks like grated cabbage on the inside and uh, crushed apples topped off with salmon. Here's another one with whole shrimp. Here's my favorite. This is like a jello ring, you know, like a donut ring. And you jump a can of SpaghettiOs in strawberry jello. And that congeals and gets solid like the jello. And then you put finger weenies on the inside of where the hole is. And I think that'd be real nice for the kids. And that's, um... That's all I got on the jelly recipes for the fundraising, guys. I know which one I'm going to bring. That sounds outstanding, Glenda. So yummy, so tasty. Um, and I don't know who's going to bring them, but I will probably arrive late so that I will miss the test. I will, too. Yeah. So I will not be doing a quality check no. on any of those. I'd rather eat wall plaster. I think I would rather eat pages out of the Bible because even though it's hard to swallow, at least I would be swallowing Jesus and something would come out of it that's good and like a miracle. But I will not be tasting the jellos either, Glenda. I'll be backstage getting ready in my royal vestments trying to get my speaking in tongues down to see if anyone can listen because we never know if Bobby Bogner's gonna show up we'll have to hang him upside down and beat him with pillows until candies and monies fall out but then that might be a good example for Ernie it's like Ernie if you don't speak tonight after this fundraiser with the jello desserts and things that someone else is gonna talk about in just a minute that's what my notes say my show notes but we's gonna hang you upside down and beat you with pillows until mothers and caddies fall out, Erniad. I really do need Erniad to talk soon because the family is looking at me through guidance on this, being as I'm the smartest one in the family with my IQ of 100%. I got all of them right on the IQ test. I got 100%, and Perna's IQ is 100. That's what that means. I think Erniad's IQ is like a 9. 
or something like that. So we won't know until he can speak words. And I just want to be there so that his first word is Jesus or God or Jesus and God with Bernie. Yeah, I'm not going to be tasting this crap jello either, honey, because I normally just get my jello day old from Elmer's or day old from Denny's. Or jailed from uh, the Donut Hut. You ever been there at the Donut Hut? They got weak old donuts, but lower than the regular clearance price. And you just have to scrape a little of the mold off and the fuzz. And then they're real healthy, almost like penicillin. All the sluts go there eating the donuts at the Donut Hut. That's why it's often called Donut Sluts. Oh my God, I think I remember the Donut Hut. We used to go there after my show in Vegas, back in Vegas when I was playing Cremora Ravel before my Vegas act failed. Ugh, Donut Sluts. It just figures that Sin City would have smut even in a donut shop, donut sluts. Oh, so unholy. Hi, um, am I on the air yet? So, um, I'm supposed to be giving a speech at this fundraiser for <laughs> Earned. Um, and so you told me to give the speech that I gave to my dudes and my babes at my LA Lifestyle Sex Enhancement System Total System. So, um, I can go through the outline of that speech um, if you want. It's meant to be partially serious but also fun because it's stuff that's real. Sounds good, honey. I can't wait to hear it, Jonathan. I like real stuff because the news these days is so I just don't believe it anymore. You know, I can't believe it. I really wish that we'd get a new host for Jeopardy to knew what the hell he was doing. God damn it. So unfair. Just so unfair when we could have holy donuts at the holy hole. You know, for donut holes. But instead, it's for the sluts. Donut sluts. Okay, well, anyway, Jonathan, let's just go through the outline so we can be prepared for the fundraiser for Ernie. That's right, Jonathan. Take Pernid's mind off of Ernie by telling us what you's going to talk about. So, um, I'm going to be talking about underwear. Um... And the problems that a lot of people go through oh, with yeah. underwear. Yeah. And one of the main problems is that there's often a struggle for comfort yeah, down there. God, and yeah. the struggle is real. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people, you know, choose to just pretend like it's not happening. Yeah. But um, if anything even goes out of whack just slightly, like a millimeter oh, yeah. off, <laughs> um, it can get pretty exasperating and cause a lot of stress, especially if you don't have any luck trying to adjust it back into place. Oh, this goes oh, yeah. for men and women, but right now I'm talking about men. So, um, some ways you can distract people from watching you adjust things down there because it's sticking to you. Oh, yeah. You can cough or wink or start blinking. Do something with your head or your face mm -hmm, because yeah. um, they'll need to be looking at your face so they don't want you adjusting things down there. Oh, uh, yeah. Another thing is you've got to adjust yourself secretly so people won't think you're gross. Uh, so yeah. if you accidentally, immediately, out of instinct, oh, grab something down Grabbing there the girls. in your pants, yeah. um, you got to know how to get out of that. And you just yeah. have to say the word shameless. Oh, yeah. And that you just look at someone and say shameless and scowl at them. Fucker, yeah. Like you're blaming them for the problem you are having. I do that in the casinos. Um, so yeah. another problem is that a lot of guys have a lot of sweat going on. 
down there in the front and the back and it can really turn into a situation that we in the locker room call swamp ass oh yeah and so with swamp ass um, talcum powder don't work deodorant don't work nothing works and so the thing that you really need to do is wear soakable underwear that soaks up the swamp ass sweat and these need to be like light in weight, they Fabric. need to whisk away with that whisking action. I like whisking um, some swamp ass underwear is actually made out of shower curtains or like ski material. That's really Another thing that goes on is guys like to buy underwear on a whim sometimes, you know, either it's for like a you know fraternity pledge or they're just yeah. trying to be cool or something, and so they will accidentally buy underwear at the doesn't look good at all oh, on them and it's it's not manly it's uh, not masculine and it makes them look like a dump a dork. makes them look like a toad a dork. like a total tool bag it doesn't show off their package or their ass package. and it means Is that, that they're gonna look dumb in front of their dudes and in front of the babes That's not good. um some you know really embarrassing things are like oh. Really baggy boxers, three sizes too large. That's really tacky. Um, bikini wear that's three sizes too small. So not a thong <laughs> on someone who should never oh be wearing a thong, or like a miniature poodle skirt in sequins and gems. I had one of those. Especially if you're not gay. I had one though. Or you, you know. buy underwear that can't be returned because not only do you not have a receipt, yeah. but you bought it from somewhere where all sales are final. That's my underwear, yeah. Another problem that a lot of dudes have is the hair gets stuck in the zipper or the underwear or under a ball or under his dick and it's called hair pinching hair pinching and it's like feels like a little miniature needle is stabbing you to death and that's a problem which is why you should always shave down there um or be trim you know what and so for the ladies, uh, that would be trim and tighten. Tight. With guys, it's just trim. Trim? What are we trimming? Another problem is just, you know, in general, being aroused. And, oh, yeah. You know, I just wanted to ask Stay at this point, because this is where we start to get a little, you know, what? more what? private. Private. <laughs> Especially in this subject. Yeah. Where am I going to be giving this speech? Because yeah, it's like, I don't know, because I'll just go to the last parts. So we're talking right. about being aroused. Um, For Jesus? Getting a wedgie in your ass. A wedgie. Having waistband impressions on the skin. Whether it's elastic or a drawstring. Chafing, rubbing, and scratching. General lack of support, so things are sagging. What are we talking Um, about? Things are too expensive, things are too cheap. Minor cheap. Things are too comfortable. Things are too sexy. Um, So that's just sort of the outline of what I'm gonna be going over. Yeah, mine is is usually too sexy, you know, because, <laughs> first of all, is I like to go to the lounge at Circus Circus, and then Sylvia and I go there and have a couple of screwdrivers, she likes these shots of snaps, and then we go over to Excalibur and have a couple of belts, and then we'll, like, get a cab and go to the other end and stra- stratosphere, honey, and a couple of gay bars that like to watch the muscle guys who pretend they're straight, you know. And they got this underwear sensation going on, too. I'll bet they got these same problems, but I got hit on by a lot of guys, a lot of 400-pound guys. Um, 
lot of anorexic guys that I think got the moon crack. You ever hear that, the moon crack? It's where they're wearing a thong and they're wiped with so much toilet paper it leaves a white fuzz. And it's called moon crack. You know, because this, the, the thread of the thong makes like a crescent moon shape. And then they got that fuzz. I don't know why I got the thing, but it's moon fuzz, moon crack in their ass. And I think that's so unappealing when a guy bends over in the bar to pick up his napkin off the floor. And I'm sitting there in my fake red leather seats. And you can just see that moon crack just hanging out. It's disgusting. It's circus, circus. They got a lot of trash here, which is why we go to Excalibur, you know, after our couple of drinks. Well, good for you, Glenda, not hanging out at Circus Circus with the rest of the trash. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine what other underwear problems, I got you know, go on in a place like that. Well, that is a place that Ernie uh, will never take Ernie to. Ernie do not need to be exposed to Sin City. Really? Ernie is holy. That's why he's doing this fundraiser. He needs to speak before he turns the age of 29. I don't need him doing thumper and doing crab walks when he should be speaking Bible scriptures. I could have him fill in on Sunday mornings. It's not too difficult. We usually just sit in silence and all he'd have to do is beat people on the face with the Bible and I can teach him that because I've beaten him with that. That's why we had him taken to a lump specialist to see what his problem was because he wasn't talking for so many years and oh my God. would slap him with that Bible. Anyway, mm-hmm. Glenda, what was you saying about underwear? Yeah, Glenda, are you going to do anything besides jello at this event will you be eating the jello with us because i'm not doing that taste test i'm telling you i fashionably late as the celebrity i am oh no i can't have jello it's not keto i still got keto china i'm trying to work all that out down there and so i learned a couple of things about women's panties that really they just need to be made out of cotton and not this synthetic plastic that's like wearing saran wrap around your privates because that makes keto china worse another thing i found out is that you really need to change your underwear every day even more than once a day if if you want a healthy china and not get all you know cheesy down there and uh, Sometimes you gotta go commando at night, you know, to air out everything. <laughs> and, uh, Selmy told me about that strategy. Another thing is just your panties, you gotta fit well with what you said, Jonathan, that moisture wicking panty, uh, material. Sort of like fleece. Yeah, you know, I like to wear a nice fleece jacket in the winter. It's moisture wicking from my armpits and my lower back where I'm carrying some extra back fat. And so I found some real nice uh, panties made out of fleece made in China. And they call it the China China. It's real comfortable fleece. You should not wear thongs for vaginal health because it just, it's like it's like being hung when they kick the chair away. It just chokes you to death. And then you gotta wear panties that don't cause allergies. Um, you should replace all your panties at least once a year. Wear panties that don't affect your mood. You know, I learned that the hard way too as I was wearing panties, black underwear. Every time I went to Circus Circus in the stratosphere, but when I went to Excalibur, I'd wear dark gray metallic.
because, uh, well, let's just say, uh, the bellman liked gray metallic panties on Glenda. <laughs> but not anywhere. I got an infection from the metal. I had to get a tetanus shot in addition to penicillin that weekend. But that's another story. Oh, God, thank God I didn't get pregnant with his kids. Don't know how to explain that one to the family. Yeah, my kids is black. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Right on Glenda. Score. Oh, Glenda, I had no idea about oh, yeah. that. You know, they always did say <laughs> you should wear a color yeah. that you like to bet. Yeah, that's and right. I never really understood that. It's like that you like to bet. It always seemed grammatically incorrect to me. Oh. And then I would always ask, well, it depends on the thread count, right? Oh, dear. And I just got strange looks backstage. I never got that joke. Oh, yeah. Jackie Stallion. That was his name. Stallion was in quotes. Ha! Good old Jackie, my God. You know, they really are hunting like a horse. What is? God, I love riding that thing. Is this the horse he rides out front of the grocery stores like the little ponies, the little come ride my pony, come ride my horse? Ernie likes to ride the horses, too. It's just like you put a quarter in and goes back and forth for 20 minutes while I go inside and buy him the Carter's cheese. He's on a soft foods diet. Ernie it is. And how many IQ points did he have again? Uh, Was it above yours? I couldn't remember. No, it's below mine, but I don't know what that has to do with cottage cheese. Eating cottage cheese don't raise or lower your IQ. His IQ was nine. But I got 100% right on it. I got 100. My IQ is 100. I think my IQ is 80. I just remember I got a B on it instead of an A. But I didn't get a C. I didn't get a C. I got like 80%. My IQ is 80. So, you know, I'm just average. Oh, dear. Glenda, I don't think 80... IQ points means 80%, and it certainly doesn't mean average, Glenda. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, 80 is actually below average. 100 is, like, slightly below average. And mine is 100, like, right on the cusp between above average and very above average, Glenda. So, Perny know how you feel. When I was growing up, my IQ started at 17 when I was born, and then they found out that I was enlightened and illuminated like a light bulb. With the power of Jesus just streaming out of my pores. <laughs> That's what someone said on my birth certificate. This boy has Jesus streaming out of his pores. Wait a minute. Or maybe it was Greece. Oh, no, it was Greece. That's right. Because my mama used to eat a lot of french fries and hamburgers. And so I sort of came out looking like a fried potato. And that's why I was a little salty head. They just call me salty head perdid. And uh, Ernie didn't have a salty head, though. He looked more like a pickle with a bunch of lumps like a cucumber has. But uh, I just hope he don't end up in an emergency room up a donkey's arse. Because a lot of donkeys like to stick cucumbers up their arse. That's what they told me when I was doing a preaching at a fraternity house last week. They stick strange things up a donkey's arse. This is a fraternity? For donkeys? I never heard of that, honey. That must be an East Coast thing. Yeah, what was it? Lambda Alpha Delta Jackass? Or maybe just the Democrat Party? Or maybe the jackass or the arse or the donkey was a metaphor for butt. You know, I mean, fraternities do strange things. Oh, that's right. It's like those, you know, top 1% elitists and all their secret societies trying to get the olive out of the foreskin, you know, without touching, you know, I mean, 
it's like, how do you do that unless you... Oh, yeah. I mean, we all know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I just said, screw it, I'm sucking that olive out. <laughs> oh, my God, out of Jackie Stallion. My God. I don't get this. Did I tell you about him? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, you did, Glenda. Yeah, I don't understand this olive stuff. Is that the olives that goes in your jello mode salad, Glenda, or something? The olives go up the uchu to the donkey's butt? I don't... I don't know what he's talking about. All I know is Ernie likes the donkey rides and the pony rides on the mechanical metal pony in front of the grocery store. But I never gave him olives, so I don't understand that. Okay. He had lumps on his head, not olives. Yeah. Did you have to take your IQ test twice? I'm just asking. Maybe I'll just change the subject. I'm done with yeah, that. Um, so what we have for the fundraiser is your speech, Jonathan, on underwear tips for people. And then Glenda's going to be serving her jello mold salads. Um, Pastor is going to be doing scripture readings, I guess, channeling whatever for Ernie. And then I'm going to be doing some fashion statements, um, some clothing ideas and fashion spins, kind of like that. And I already told you the idea with the pasties with that scripture. I think that's, that's amazing. You know, Adam and Eve were naked but unembarrassed, but these people will be clothed. So it'll be very tasteful. Give some Christian women who are so dowdy and frumpy and paunchy. Um, you know, give them some lift. Go out and buy some pasties, girls, and oh, spice it oh, up. Oh, just hold on a minute. Now you stop that. Stop that before I beat the bottle in your face again, Ernie. He's gotten into the Lucky Charms casserole. <laughs> I need to go take it there. Wait a minute. So, oh, just, I need to go. He's got Lucky Charms stuck to his face. Looks like he's been eating double-sided tape again and sticking the cereal on it. Oh, oh. talk about raising an Ernie with an IQ of nine. Oh, this is just too much for my IQ. I have too many smarts to be raising this boy in the church. I'll talk to you later. Bye now. I can't buy a double-sided tape. Maybe I should use that because the elastic's going out of my panties. I never thought of using double-sided tape. Well, anyway, I gotta go see a Sylvia. Sylvia, we're going out of your single eye. I want to look in your junk drawer for some tape, honey. I'm sure she has it. She likes to do little sock puppets in the mirror. She does this crap on TikTok or WhatsApp with viral videos of sock puppets. Only they're not socks, they're pantyhose. So you can see it's her hand inside it. It's not even convincing. Well, I'll talk to you later. Good night. <laughs> okay, Glenda, good night. Good night, well, Glenda. Uh, I hope she doesn't bring the sock puppets to the fundraiser oh, because no, I think the Christians won't go for that. That is well, going over the line. Yeah. But we've got such a tasteful program with the mm. pasties, the jello, the panty tips. Yeah, um, I'm going to leave the tips about condom storage out of my speech. That was like an addendum I had, but I think that's kind of over everyone's head, especially for earn it, you know, seeing as how he can't speak yet, seeing that he can't speak, he couldn't, um, this was like a low IQ show, so I'm gonna go now and okay. have some pancakes, oh god, bye, bye Jonathan, I love pancakes, but only if it's real maple syrup and not the imitation corn syrup crap, you know, it's so bad for your diabetes, it can spread diabetes, you know, the number one reason why adult onset of diabetes is adult onset of diabetes is because it's a food thing. People just can't stop shoveling it in and then they get the diabetes if you're on the East Coast. But if you're on the West Coast and you shovel it in, you get diabetes. 
they're two different diseases depending on which coast you're on and that's a problem isn't it because then it's two different medications and what Johnny pick a finger all right good night everybody worried about it because of my beauty. I knew that my beauty was my immunity, and that's why I haven't gotten the vaccines. Um, but I got the CIA vaccine, but not the one for the general public. I'm not a sheep going over the cliff with this crap. Let's open the phone lines, Johnny. Come on, I'm ready. Oh, hi, girlfriend. Sarah, <laughs> on the vaccines. Did oh, you hear yeah. about the study that hmm. just came out on 700,000 people in Israel oh, yes. who got the Pfizer jab. I heard about <laughs> They're it. like 15 to 27 times Hello. more likely mm-hmm. to get infected with COVID. Oh, yeah. And not just a breakthrough infection. I know, but yeah. COVID all of and the Delta variant all and the all variants. the other variants. Yes. And not only are they 15 to 27 times more likely to get infected, they are also 15 to 27 times more likely to infect other people because they're vaccinated and then end up in the hospital and possibly die because they're vaccinated. Sort of poetic justice, don't you think? Oh my god, it's just like whatever. Um, I can't even believe that this kind of stuff goes on with people these days. It's like the planet is upside down. We've got so many idiots being promoted, like in the military, in the government, and the Biden administration. Idiots are moving up. And uh, the smart people are being canceled and fired and bullshit. It's bad. It's Um, really bad. Sucks to have the super immunity like I do because I had the COVID disease last year and I was getting my hair done in a salon before we knew about all this. And I caught the COVID Uh and then I took the um, ivermectin and I was over it in like hours it was gone. So did I. So then I had the natural immunity. I waited a long time, like a year and a half. That's what you have to do. And then I got the CIA injection because we have special uh, turbo boosted real vaccines. Not this crap that's out here for (laughs) the general public. These sheep, these cows, these pigs. Right. And I got a CIA shot and so now I have the natural immunity mm-hmm. plus mm. a CIA jab and um, CIA J-A-B. <laughs> <laughs> and um, cheers just on that. I have a oh, super immunity awesome. and screw everyone else who just has the half-assed totally. version. Some public shot. Some boss Whatever, shot. you know. Oh, I know. It's like, why would you get, like, a normal shot? Like, oh, a general public guy. So they don't even know Garbage. what's on, like, the third floor of Cedar sinai oh, in yeah. L.A. Wait, you know, wait. it's like where all the A-list <laughs> athletes go to use the Acuscope and Myopulse machines mm-hmm. that also zap out all diseases because it has rife technology, I but know, the poor right? people don't get to use it. Because no they're just poor fucking pigs. <laughs> so righteous. God, I'm so glad we're rich. I am so glad we're rich. Another cheers toast to that. <laughs> right on, girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> cheers. I don't know what I would do without the rife technology of the Accuscope and Myopulse machines that are FDA approved devices. Right. That are only available 
to the rich. And the celebrities and the equestrian crowd. Yes, you know, they do. Don't they use them on horses, yes, too, for, for equine therapy equine or something therapy. like that? Mm -hmm. It's like, they have all kinds of uses. Dogs and cats. Because they do real healing without drugs. Oh, yeah. You can do um, acuscope and myopulse machines, the Rife all technology, all of um, it, lasers, yeah. like yep. cold lasers, vibrational lasers, Blue crystal lasers. lasers, all kinds of lasers. So cool. And um, just vibrational technology, light and sound and vibration using electricity that goes through noble gases. Yeah. But the poor bitches don't know about <laughs> this on the far right uh, or the far left. They're a bunch of toads, garbage. a bunch of cows, a bunch of pigs. Garbage. Let them get slaughtered. You know, because the other thing they don't talk about, Jonathan, mm. is... What? Let's say... Mm. Um, let's say that COVID really is a bioweapon. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not talking about man-made or natural. Right, let's just, you know, either way. Right. Okay? If it's from a bat's ass in China... <laughs> in and it escaped into the world, but it's still at the level of a bioweapon, or whether it was man-made in a lab, let's just say... It's a bioweapon, uh -huh. regardless of whether it was natural or man-made. If it was a bioweapon, it's not a very good bioweapon. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm Because saying. most of us are still here. The Hello. people who have died from this would have died from the flu anyway. Right, I know. And the shot, <laughs> you know, getting the vaccine does not fix your vitamin D deficiency. Totally. And not getting the vaccine, these people with a problem with authority, oh, yeah, you know, right. and common sense. That doesn't, not getting the vaccine doesn't get rid of your vitamin D deficiency either. You know, it's bullshit. Duh. It's bullshit, and I'm going to cut those cords right, right now. On. ASMR activation energy <laughs> with scissors and cutting the cords. Cutting those cords because people are filled with the bullshit. Oh, yeah, these black people who think it's a racist, white supremacist oh, God, thing. Don't when really, start. it's like, duh, your skin Please. doesn't make vitamin D the way that white skin yeah, does. You dumbass. Okay, it's not a racist virus or bioweapon or whatever right. it is. You know, it's like Idiots. some people have a vitamin D deficiency. Hello. It has nothing to do with the Constitution. No. And <laughs> white people making sure oh, you God don't get barf. the disease or you don't get what the shot or whatever. It's like, hell? no, you have a vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. You know, exactly. your life matters so oh, much. Well. Oh, but that's right, it doesn't. No. Because you can't leave Chicago. Right. <laughs> Why can't you leave Chicago? Oh, I'm yeah. just sick of Chicago. Well, even Oprah tried to say. Chicago, oh, yeah. the Chicago projects, and they I couldn't remember. even handle Oprah trying to. Yeah, everyone can look this up if you're listening. Oh, I lines. remember. Look it up when Oprah tried to save the blacks yeah. in the Chicago projects. Uh -huh. She gave them a stipend and couches and everything. It's been documented. It's been documented in the papers, you know. Did you and, save it? Um, those pages have been saved in the Wayback Machine oh. on archive.org. Sweet. So it's not like it can be gotten rid of with Oprah's, you know. <laughs> Whatever power she thinks she has, right. she can't wipe out her actual history right. that some of us remember. Okay, you know, I'll, and yeah. Oprah, you weren't able to save the projects, and you know why, Oprah? Not because it was an Oprah knows this. Yeah. It's not Oprah's fault. No. It's theirs. Right. They have a cultural problem of always living as a victim. The victim crap and again. That's not Oprah's problem, honey. She tried to help you. So, whatever the hell, give them the shots, let them go over the cliff. I don't care anymore. Oh, no, I don't care anymore either about everyone always blaming Whitey oh, when they can't get so off their boring. own dumb black ass. So just pop boring. a vitamin D and get the fuck out of Chicago and stop shooting each other. Oh, but that's right. 
their life matters. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it matters so much, then why do you get shot? You know, come on. Does it matter so much? This is what they do with their freedom. And oh, they know they're yeah. free and they're wasting their life being miserable. Mm -hmm. Killing each other. Killing everybody. They're just a bunch of garbage. And white people too. Not because I think they're garbage. Right, right. But they treat themselves like garbage. That's right. You know, and Oprah said, I am never going to help these people ever again. Mm -hmm. And by these people, she wasn't talking about... A skin color. She was talking about the mentality. That's right. The victim mentality right. that rich people don't have. You know, come on. Well, she's also said her whole life, you know, you are who you are and where you are because of the choices you've made. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, well, Oprah's not making your choices. I'm not making anyone else's I'm not choices. Doing it. You know, my brain is not physically physically connected to their brain. <laughs> or their ass. Oh, by the way, I know we've been chatting, mm -hmm. but, like, when does your show start? Oh, like, when do we go on the it's air? It's already started. We're on the air. Oh, yeah. okay. So we're well, going. like, whatever. I know. So let's, um, Johnny, let's open the other phone lines and get some variety on here. Um, we're just talking about victims tonight and all the dumb bullshit that victim people do, no matter their skin color. You know, every race has a dumbass level to them. You know, there's dumbasses in every color and every race. And y'all damn well know it out there in the audience. You know there's dumbasses in your race. Don't you tell me I'm racist. And it's the dumbasses who are racist. Okay, let's open the phone calls. Oh, it's Perny and Ferner of Blessed Souls Ministries. Pastor Perny of Blessed Souls Ministries. So we have been doing a vaccine party here at the church. I've been having to channel from Jesus all day on these formulas. Now, we got three different kinds of vaccines. We got one with a 70% efficacy rating. That's what someone told me I was supposed to say. We got another one with an 80% efficacy, and then the third with a 90% efficacy. And each one is a different recipe, and that recipe is secret. We keep in that recipe like 12 herbs and spices, uh, the Colonel's special recipe in a vaccine. And then we shoot that into people's arms. Now, just as a little hit, because I want people to have some understanding that we're not totally in the dark on this. I used some extra skin from the extra crispy chicken in the bucket chicken and uh, we use that spices in the 70% vaccine and then I went to another chicken joint only I didn't get the chicken I got the burgers and I used their herbs and spices in the second vaccine in the third vaccine I just crushed up some kid cereal and uh, from the center aisles of grocery stores with a real high pull date of goes bad in about 37 years or was it 37,000 years well I can't tell but that was the the shot with the highest efficacy rating which just crushed up kid cereals in there with a bunch of chemicals that I found in some bottles out back in the garage at the church we got a garage just filled with a whole bunch of chemicals and uh, OSHA came in and tried to give Purdy the run around and I said don't you touch my chemicals I may not know what is in these unmarked bottles, but we's going to use them for healing with Jesus, and you can't make laws against an establishment of religion. This garage is an establishment of the religion that goes on the church, and so they didn't say anything. They spun on a dime, and they walked out of there. Now, I gave Ernie it. He's our test case, because Bobby Bogler hasn't been around for days. I guess he got tired of being strung up and upside down, hung up and 
beaten with pillows until monies and candies fell out and some kind of little Play-Doh kids. He likes to make kids out of Play-Doh until they turn hard and then he decorates them with cake frosting and eats them. And so he's not around for a while. I think he got scared off. I don't want Ernie to pick up any bad habits. So I injected Ernie with all our vaccines to see which one heals him and which one makes him sick. Mm-hmm. And that's why we get all the tests over with yeah. quick like instead of dragging this out. I well, mean, we got to find a vaccine that works mm-hmm. for the congregation. So are you practicing medicine with a license? No. Or? no. Yeah, I was oh. wondering the same thing on there. Oh, no, Napoleon is not practicing with a license. I don't need a medical license. This is, this is healing from Jesus and God. And as long as I keep saying that, they can't do nothing about it because it's religion. And it's this religion with them chemicals in the garage and my secret ingredients in each of the shots. He's going to heal everybody through Jesus and we're going to float on the glory cloud until Jesus and the seven angels come in and prank and dance about. And then the light of the Lord will come in and heal them. And this will be a miracle. Demon out, demon out again. And the virus will be gone before someone drops a house on it or a bag of chips. So you gave one guy all the shots? That's right. So don't you have, like, you know, someone else to not give the shots to? No, no. Or just one of the shots? Because don't you need, like, a control? That's what they call it in, you know, (laughs) a real science experiment. you got to have one group that gets a shot and another group that gets the placebo. In other words, nothing. Because otherwise, how can you tell what's going on? Yeah, and then you need to publish these studies, these case um, studies. Yeah. I heard that on a game show once. That's what it's called. No, that's what I'm doing. See, parent in control. I'm the control. I control this experiment. So we give Ernie all the vaccines. And that way we'll be able to tell which one is doing the reactions because we give him a shot in different parts of his body. We gave him one in the left arm, one in the right arm, and then one right between the eyes because that's a saying right between the eyes. And so if he gets a reaction, I'm thinking it might spin his cross eyes back into normal because they've, they're so crossed eyed they're not looking at his nose. They've spun around one and a half times and each eyeball is looking out towards his ears. So we need to fix that situation and then I'm hoping the shot right between his eyes also can shrink his hydrocephalic head. He came out of his mama wrong. He's another one of them. And so he's got wonky cheekbones, hydrocephalic head, these cross eyes. Oh, I don't know how I can look at this boy and still feel holy when I'm reading the Bible because he is ugly. I mean, this, you know, God made all kinds of beautiful people, but when he created Ernest, Ernest is ugly. I think after Ernest was born, that's why, you know, his mama and daddy gave him up because... That's why he's adopted. No one wanted him. They just took one look at him, including the doctor, and said, Now that baby is... Uh, now that's ugly. That is ugly. And so I think they put him in the dumpster and took the afterbirth home instead. That was probably nicer looking or something. I don't know. Yeah, so it doesn't sound like you're practicing medicine with a license, and so you're actually committing, you know, a felony and medical fraud. Not to mention malpractice. Do you have... You know, insurance. Oh, yes. No, I have biblical insurance, and that is covers pertinent for any act of God, which, of course, is everything in religion. <laughs> and so, see, that that's the difference when you get a vaccine through our church. 
whether it's a 70, 80, or 90%, depending on the recipe. Now, you get the bucket of chicken recipe from that extra crispy chicken, them herbs and spices. Or you get the herbs and spices from the hamburgers. You get that vaccine. Or the kid cereal special recipe. And then, because that's the best one. And then we'll tell it's Ernie, which arm falls off or maybe his head will cave in, depending on, you know, his reactions. And then I got to record them adverse reactions or the good reactions, because if he dies, then that's a bad reaction. But if he lives and still don't speak, that's also a bad reaction. Nothing happened. So then I got to come up with, I was thinking maybe I put all the vaccines together, the bucket of chicken, extra crispy chicken, herbs and spices, the hamburger spices and the kids' cereal ingredients, mix it all up in the blender. Put that up with a bunch of stuff I read in the ingredients on these COVID vaccines. They got stuff in them that is used as ingredients in Cool Whip. So I thought, well, I'll just use Cool Whip then. I mean, it's the same thing. Throw a little antifreeze in there, that polysorbate, poly poly, polypropylene ethylol or ethyls, ethyl gums, eth, I don't know, but there's like a movie star named after this drug. I don't know what's going on, but anyway, I gotta work out that recipe. And so then when you get a vaccine in the church, we use our biblical insurance in case you die, and then we get the payout. But you don't get the payout if you die, because what are you gonna do with the Lord endorsed funds? Burn it, need that for Jesus. Well, at least you thought it through. Oh, yes, so, very um, thorough. And, you know, you still get to use Tinky Doodoo and Kaka attorneys of law. That's right. Um, do they specialize in religious medical malpractice? I think so. Not to mention drugging someone, mm -hmm. and it sounds like extortion. All of it. And fraud, and sort of yeah. yada, yada, yada. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Is this like a reverse pyramid scheme? Because you make uh, people pay and pay and pay. Oh, they do pay. While their immunity just lowers and lowers and lowers yeah. until they're dead. Am I mm. right about those? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It sounds like a pyramid scheme. That's right. I would be very careful on the wording you use in the sales pitch on this to the congregation. I mean, why? You just don't, because if you're paying IRS taxes on this nonprofit, uh -huh. it is a nonprofit, your church, isn't it? Oh, no, we, we decided not to do a for-profit or a non-profit. It is a for-God institution and that's a new form that I have printed up in our offices and I sent to the IRS with a warning letter. You know how the IRS or is that the FDA? Those is the FDA I send the warning letter to. They sent me a warning letter saying we got reports saying you is giving injections that is fake vaccines to people and that's illegal. We'll come in and arrest you and I sent them a warning letter from Jesus. I said you do not seem to understand that you is following the star of Satan and Baphomet, the goat of the pig of the hell, and you is going to hell. And then I wrote down, I had one of the dumb birds take dictation, because I got so upset, Perna get real upset at that point, and I started speaking in tongues, that Pentecostal language, and we wrote that down in my warning letter, and then I sent him a video of my face. And I said, demon out, demon out. I took the Bible. I was so into it, I slapped the camera and broke it so we couldn't send the video. But they got that warning letter that I sent to the FDA. And then the IRS keeps asking for money for taxes. I said, I'm not a non-profit or a for-profit. I is for God. And that's, that's what religion is. And that's why we have everybody pay in Canadian maple leaf gold dollars instead of anything from the Federal Reserve, which is just fake money. Anyway, that's fake. That's fake money. And so I have everyone paying the gold maple leaves from Canada and then 
I've got someone in Canada mm-hmm. that sends it to our offices in the Bahamas, the and that just takes care of that. Fabulous. And that three-day Guatemala bank account <laughs> came in handy, too. Oh, Thank yeah. you for that, for, oh, yeah. for Jesus. That's so fabulous. I love my Guatemala bank account, you know, and the numbered accounts, and my name's not even on it. Fabulous. And it's like, so when the IRS, this was years ago, trying to find out how much money I really have, it's like, well, my company only pays me about $10,000 a year. And meanwhile, I've got this offshore stash of cash. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love shopping in Panama. Oh, it's yes. fabulous. Yes. You know? Well, so again, holy. we're on the air, right? I mean, it's like oh, it is? Steve must be having a cow because what? the attorneys are going to have to listen to all this and yep. you know tell you to stop and cease and desist. Well, not Jesus. <laughs> it's just a lot of attorneys' fears. Yes, but see, everything is infinite in the power of heaven in the holy gates of heaven when we go up there the pearly gates you know pearly is made out of pearls and then the sidewalks is paved with golden jewels and so there's just the kingdom of heaven it's a kingdom there's a reason why they call it a kingdom jonathan is there's more money real money the gold not this filthy lucre fake funny money stuff from the fed but it's real gold not the filthy lucre and so pearly only transact in real gold money. Let's open the phone lines. Um, hello, caller. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Glenda. Hi, Glenda. Um, <laughs> I went and got my discount uh, vaccine today oh, at the dollar store. okay. Or the Dollar Tree. The Dollar Tree. I don't remember, but mm-hmm. I didn't have to pay anything. In fact, they paid me oh. a copay instead of me paying a copay. Isn't and wow. uh, I thought that was real nice. That's fabulous. Sylvia to get her shot. Huh? Oh, that's right. It wasn't the Dollar Tree. It wasn't? It was the clearance um, outlet mall version of the Dollar Tree. Oh, yeah. The Dollar Tree is full retail. That's right. And that gets a little expensive. That's you know? too much. I'm not rich like you, Catherine. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I go to the outlet version of the Dollar Tree called the Dollar Shrub. I like the shrub. And everything there is so cheap, so nice. The so Dollar Shrub. Friendly. So I got one of the vaccines there. You know. So what kind of vaccine did you get, Glenda? Because if your vaccine doesn't work, we got some special secret recipe ones at the church that Purdy made. Well, I'm guessing that if Glenda got it at the Dollar Shrub, it's probably a real vaccine and not some, you know... The Colonel's favorite recipe yeah. vaccine made with <laughs> chicken and burgers. Oh, my God, you know, or some crap from China Buffet. <sighs> Chowmin, chop suey crap, put in a blender and inject it into my arm. No, this was a real good vaccine. And um, we was looking at the selection they had, you know, reading the warning labels and everything. And so uh, Sylvia got the one called the Nerf Ball because she likes to play with Nerf Balls. And then I got the Jeopardy exclusive all vowels and consonants version of the vaccine. So we got this name brand vaccines. Some cute, you know, little kids get them, but they said they're safe for adults, so that's what we oh, got. Oh, Glenda, I don't know if them safe. I wouldn't buy something called a Jeopardy vaccine. I mean, that might put your life in Jeopardy. And I've never heard of a Nerf ball vaccine. I mean, 
Nerf Ball, that's not even a book in the Bible, Glenda. I mean, how can you know it's holy? Wait a minute, Glenda. You got a vaccine yeah. that was branded with the brand name of Jeopardy, uh, like the TV show, and Nerf Ball. You? That's like a sports <laughs> yeah. kid's toy. I know, so. yeah. Yeah, it was great. I was really happy. They got a bunch of people in there doing their cosplay thing. Um, like all kinds of superhero characters and Disney characters and shit and everyone had to bring their own brand of vaccines and it was a vaccine party and we had that out here in Vegas and it was like a convention or something with comics or a vaccine con for cosplay I don't know what the hell but anyway and, um, you know them, when you walk down the strip in Vegas and they got them whores and sluts flipping the cars like this, you know, it's like, you know, and they're trying to get you to go to these drug parties with the sluts, and, uh, or they're trying to get you, you know, to take one of their cards and trick you into meeting some slut or a whore at the donut hut. Which is why they call the donut slut. Oh, we're back to that. I cannot believe we is trying to talk about bodily health in these times when everyone's dying of the wrong vaccines and you're bringing up donut sluts? Well, come on, calm down. I'm sure they're not injecting the donuts at the donut hut with some vaccine called Jeopardy or KFC and Kid Cereal. I wonder if Bloomingdale's has brand name vaccines like Gucci or Laboton or something like, or is that a bread? Is that a French bread? I think that's a bread roll, honey, like a butter roll from France, where they make the French fries and the French toast. Oh my god, you're thinking of La Boutin. You know, that's like in the food court of Mars. I thought you said La Boucher. I thought that was a French word for booger. That's one of the side effects I had from my Jeopardy vaccine. Been shotting all over myself, you know. So when I light up my cigarette, I had to get another one because my boogers got all over my first cigarette, my Marlboro Lights. I just soaked that fucker. So I got a Salem Lights instead, and that one, that one's what I'm smoking now. You know, to stay healthy during these side effects. Well, I am so glad I did not get the vaccine because now I have immunity now that they found out from that study you were mentioning, Catherine. It's like if you did get COVID and then you did not get the vaccine, you have the strongest immunity of all. And chances are you're not spreading COVID or any of the variants like the Delta variant because, of course, your immune system just kicks its ass. Well, I'm really looking forward to buying my TV dinners that are pre-vaccinated. You know, as well as the pre-vaccinated popcorn. And then Sylvia likes like chips and dip and these things called bugles. And I said, well, Sylvia, she says, what? I said, Sylvia, we gotta get all our food pre-vaccinated now, girl. She said, girl, I said, I'm not getting sick with the bullshit, Sylvia. We're gonna have to get the TV vaccinated. And then I can't even watch Jeopardy unless they've been vaccinated, you know. I want look at them ugly faces and put that mask back on Vanna White. <laughs> you know, I've never seen a band-aid on her arm from a vaccine. Well, see, now that's the first thing I did with Ernie it was I had little stickers made of Pernit's face with Pernit smiling saying, I've gotten the shot. And so I put that sticker four times on Ernie because he got three vaccines. Well, wait a minute. Why would you put... What? 
four stickers on for three vaccines. Because Isn't it like it one was sticker per vaccine? Why right. did you need? Because he pulled one off. Oh, God. It's yeah, making sense. Yeah, he ate it. And I said, or he shoved it up his nose. Ernie didn't have real problems. He was real hungry when I gave him the shots. Probably because it smelled like food. And my fingers smelled like chicken and burgers. Okay, well, my show's over and we never did get to talk about what I wanted to talk about. And I've forgotten about the topics now. So I guess on the next show, I'll have to go over subjects and topics that are not about these dumb vaccines. But anyway, I got the jab, the CIA jab. I am super immune now with super immunity. So... I don't care whatever the hell comes along. Buy a weapon or not. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna kick it. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, alright, honey. I'm gonna let you go. It's almost time for my evening load. I had an extra glass jar of them artichoke hearts packed in oil. And that always makes, you know, it's kind of like grease down the chute. Just shoots out when I eat them artichoke hearts packed in the oil. Oh, wow. Well, that reminds me. I wonder if they've been vaccinated. Oh, that's <laughs> well, Okay, good night, Glenda. So I gotta go back to the church and make sure all the Bibles got the vaccine. I'm gonna give them the 90% efficacy one with ones that the kids here are all grammed up. Yes. With that polypropylene glycol or something from, I don't know. I just took some deodorant sticks and melted them down and mixed them up with a cereal and mashed it up. Mm -hmm. I think that's the one that's gonna work anyway. So I think that's the one that Purdy's gonna take. Because that one had the most holiness. I like making it too. Mm -hmm. So, when... Get down from there. Get down from there. What? My dumb birds is getting into my vaccine oh, ingredients. God. So I gotta go take care of that. Oh, God. Bye now. Okay. So you know another stupid product that's come out from what? this stupid last year and oh, a half God, is so in the laundry aisle of grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Buy all the soap. Uh, you know the laundry soap and the bleach oh, and shit. Oh, I don't shop. They now have these stupid soap pods. Okay. For... Are you ready for this? Yeah. Sanitizing your laundry. What? Because your laundry needs sanitizing oh too. My God. I thought that's what the fucking soap did. So you know, if soap is they say wash your hands, oh, you yeah, know. With soap. Wash your hands for twenty seconds. Hello, you know. 20 second soap wash. Isn't soap the sanitizer? Oh no. Oh, now we gotta add another product line to the laundry in addition of, to the soap pods and the whitener oh, my God. and the washing machine cleaner the now we gotta freshener. add a packet of scented mm. something or other bullshit and a sanitizer all about money. so we're now vaccinating our fucking laundry that's so dumb <laughs> i'll talk to you later girlfriend <laughs> bye okay good night jonathan oh my god um just a minute jocelyn jocelyn would you make sure we have the laundry sanitizer it's a new product and we're gonna have to vaccine um the laundry i i have to have my panties Okay, make sure all my panties get the vaccine. We have to vaccinate everything these days, but, you know, nothing is more important than health and being clean and sterilized, right? Good night, everyone. Because, um, I'm going to be ready no matter what happens. We're stocked up. Because we stock up and save. The more you buy, the more you save. And we're saving a ton right now, Johnny. I mean, we stocked up on the soaps, uh, the laundry detergent, the potato salad. Got some more potato salad. Uh, what else did we get? Jocelyn, what else did we get? We got the Kansas soap. Um, soap. So we got the laundry soap, the dishwasher soap, soap for my hair, body soap. Um, oh, and then the enzymes. 
and all kinds of vitamins. I just got pallets and pallets, uh, toilet paper. Um, you know, I had to build an extra house just to store all of my toilet paper storage with the paper towels and the Kleenex. Um, what else did I get? Um, various um, bathroom products, uh, sprays, medicines for the medicine cabinet, stuff like that. Oh, what else did we get? Cereal. Lots of cereal. And um, coffee. I just, I just gotta have my coffee. Um, and my green tea. Okay, yeah. And the guacamole. We've got like, um, I had an extra shed built with a refrigeration system put in for my guacamole and my salsa. So we're stocked up um, for when this happens this week. Um, we're ready. Let's open the phone lines and find out what you're doing to get ready for the you-know-what that's going to happen this week worldwide. Oh, hi, girlfriends. So, <laughs> hi, John. Oh, I said so stocked up on oh, so everything did I needed. Yes. Um, just, Jello. You know, for when it happens. Mm -hmm. so, whip. I just... I went on like a shopping spree on you. Amazon oh, because I'm yeah. just used to ordering everything on Amazon. So I got mm -hmm. like a whole buttload of socks. Oh, I love it. Um, underwear, panties, um, pantyhose, all my male deodorant and soap mm -hmm. needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what else did I got? Melatonin. Oh you my know. god! Um, John, we like the two pallets of Benadryl, <sighs> just in oh my case. god. Sometime lotion. God damn it. Um, what? Little hiking canteens to fill oh with water. God. So it's my water storage. Jocelyn. Um, I got hiking mm -hmm. shoes. Mm -hmm. I bought a few weapons. Weapons. Because um, you can't be too careful these days. No, so I know. yeah, I bought some weapons. Wow. But I didn't get the weapons on Amazon. Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I went you can't. to people that know how to make them. Right. Really, yeah. really oh, well. Oh, I know what you, you know, mean. let's just say um, these work. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm so prepared. Oh, I am too. Um, I got a stash. To fight wild animals on my oh. hikes. Oh. Yeah. What were you thinking out there in the listening audience? Yeah, like, I'm going to go to a protest where? Cars. In Brantwood? Oh, in know. Bel Air? In um, yeah, right. Hello. Some of us have better things to do than to go outside with the garbage. Oh, you know, and speaking stuff. of garbage and the lowers in society, we are living in the golden age of stupidity. And I think we need a purge of all of them. And we just need to... Oh, all right, Johnny. We've got more callers um, on the line. Callers, how are you preparing for the you-know-what that's going to happen this week? Uh, it's Glenda. Hi, Glenda. I heard about that shit uh, oh, when I was yes. on the bus. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple ladies on there. Mm -hmm. I remember from Bingo. Right. And their husbands is truckers. Oh. And so they was talking about what's going to go down this yes. week. So Absolutely. then um, we all went to the Winco and I stocked up on my cigarettes. Good. Um, I bought a bunch of Jello. Mm-hmm. And it's just a plain, clear gelatin. And then, because oh. Sylvia is going to buy, like, the frozen orange juice, the fruit juice. For the flavor, yeah. And other frozen juices mm -hmm. in the can. Mm -hmm. And we're 
use that. We're getting real economical on how we're going to go oh, about this. Oh, that's so clever. I got a big box of macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's good. And then I got like a lifetime supply of ketchup. Ketchup. And mustard and relish and mayonnaise. I don't understand. And hot dogs. Oh, um, okay. And the buns. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then I got a box of Twinkies. Because, you know, that last way past uh, when the earth dies. Forever, you know, yeah. I think when the earth dies, mm-hmm. the only thing that'll be left is Twinkies and share. Oh, yeah, you that's know? right. That's I saw that mm-hmm. as a joke. Written in magic marker in the ladies' bathroom kind of, circus. It's kind of funny. Right on. It, yeah. Yeah. It's sort of funny. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. You think so? Well, it's sort of funny. Oh, sort of funny. Glenda, how are you, how else are you preparing huh? for the you know what? you know what that happens? Oh, what you yeah. Do. What's gonna happen? You know, yeah. I mean, like, did you stock up on toilet paper since you know oh, it's shit. out now? And you know, before oh, the you God. know what happens again with possibly a reaction to the you know yeah, what yeah. of another you know what we've done before, right. and so you might oh, need God. some toilet paper. Oh, no. Shit. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Wow. We forgot that. <laughs> Sorry, we have to go out tonight. We have to go. You have to what hurry. What time is it? We can go Target. You have to we hurry. Can go Target or Safeway or Winco, you know, or the AMP, and <laughs> we'll go to all of them and stock up. Glenda. We have to. We're into there. We'll, you know, if they're closed before we get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, you guys. I had a quiz now, so this is not coming out of my ass. Right, Slenda. But, you know, if these places are closed, <sighs> fuckers, I'm going to have to go to a casino and hoard the rolls again. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, Nordstrom has the best toilet paper. Nordstrom? Now. It's got a nice scent to it, because the ladies' lounge is by the makeup counter. Oh, sweet. I can't get the rolls out of the Trump Hotel because you can't be seen going into the Trump Hotel anymore. You know, they, they kill me. So, um, <laughs> even though I voted for Trump. Right, you know, yeah. Yeah. so many people who voted for Trump uh-huh. can't go back in the yeah. Trump Hotel. No, because, I know. You know oh, God. The stuff that's going to happen this week yeah. is going to be like amazing. And then when the thing that happens that we know is going to happen, there's going to be a reaction. And then we're back to that situation again. And then and the oh, first God. thing that's going to happen this week will be a reaction to that, and it's going to go back and forth, back and forth. It's going to be a bad week, um, astrologically and with the energy level muscle testing on my chest. Sorry, guys. They practically fell off when I tested the energy fell out. for this next week. Yeah. It's just, I don't even need to draw a card. I can just tell you, well, forget it. It's like we're going to hit a new low. Yeah. Uh, just when you thought I couldn't get any lower. That's tacky. With what's going on with all over the world, Australia, uh, Afghanistan, uh, here at home, nonsense. Yeah, I'm sorry I let loose, guys, but I'm so stressed up and holding it in. Since I got on the air, you know, and that quiz now is just blowing out both hands. Hello, I'm here now. Oh, hello, I'm on the air. Darn. We have been stocking up all day to prepare for this crisis. Wow. That you say is the you-know-what gonna happen yeah. this week. We have stocked up. I finally kicked Bobby Bogler out of the church. Oh, thank God. For today. He might be back tomorrow, but oh, he has to hang out. Good. I said, now, Bobby, 
if you want to come back in the church and sit in the front pew and suck your thumb with one hand oh and use the other hand finger to pick your nose and wipe it on the seat, well, that's so sad. I'm going to hang you upside down and beat you with pillows until monies and candies fall out. for you. And maybe some of your toys out of the attic. Oh, well, you know, God, we was that's... doing just monies and candies, <laughs> but now we're going to beat the toys out of it. God. For Jesus, of I course. I love it. So Bobby Bogler is banned. Demon out! Demon out! Says Purdy. In the name of Jesus. In the darkness of Satan. He's banned from the church from today. <laughs> and then I had Cousin Ernie. Ernie. Oh my goodness. You will never believe what we found out in the Ferner family about Ernie. Oh God. Ernie has a cousin. No. Which also oh makes God. it a cousin. Oh, God. But she's adopted, too, so they's both adopted. My cousin, Ernie Ed. How is that possible? And his cousin, Ed Ed. Ed Ed? That's her name. So Ernie Ed's a boy, and Ed Ed is a girl. That is an ugly name. They were separated at birth, even though they had separate fathers. Why? And so they had the same mama. But something happened somewhere and the paperwork got all messed up and so I don't believe that. Ernie and it it is not sisters or brothers. Right. Uh, they something else because our family is just wonky. Well, well, but anyway, so um, she's adopted too and he's adopted. Oh my god. They both has the hydrocephalic wonky ass cheekbone heads with the eyes oh, all cross eyed so far they've looped around and each eyeball looks out to an ear. How do you spell so her it, name? Well, it, it is spelled I D I D. I D I D. And rumor has it that uh, there's a town legend that been going around in the town where Pernod is mm-hmm. about how Idid got her name. Uh-huh. And the doctor, when she came out of her mama wrong, he said, what is this? Right. Who did this? Yeah. And the little voice in the corner in the dark said, I did. Oh, God. And so they wrote that down as her name, but it is not pronounced I did. Yeah. It's pronounced Idid. Idid. Because then the receptionist pronounced it that way. Ed when Ed. they announced the birth of the child Ed Ed. over the intercom system in the hospital so everyone could send crackers. Uh-huh. That's the town tradition. We all just send in saltine crackers, crackers. but without the cheese. Uh-huh. This ain't Minnesota. This was Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Cheese had melt down there in the hurricane. That is very interesting. Now, how are you preparing for the you-know-what is going to happen this week and then the possible reaction to that? That's right. And then the reaction to that. Like, how did you stock up and say... Oh, we stocked up on everything as if there's going to be the second flood in Zark 2 that Purdy could flood the world with. So we stocked up on all the toilet paper products and the Kleenex, the paper towels, the bibs, the diapers... Because uh, I've got to take the whole congregation with me on this. So then I got the cans of tuna, a lifetime supply of pork and beans. I got all these truckloads. No pallets for Purdy. The pallets is in the trucks. So we got truckloads. We got about 200 trucks, semi-trucks, just uh, sitting on the property, filled with the food. So we got a truck for, for the beans. We got a truck for the hamburger buns. Then we got a truck that's a refrigerated truck full of the beef patties. Then we got the hot, the hot dog truck with the hot dog buns and then the condiment truck. We got, I think, 20 water trucks and 10 ice trucks. And then we got the ice cream trucks, uh, the popcorn trucks, the pretzels, the potato chips, the potato salad, the fried chicken, the butter rolls, the pizzas. 
And then we got all our gastrointestinal products because this, this congregation has gas problems real bad. Just, we loaded up on some laxatives and the Pepto and the Kaopectate, the Imodium AD, and then all kinds of fungal products for their feet because something is wrong with these people having fungal foots and fungal facial problems on their face. They got fungus ears, fungus elbows, fungus toes, ankles, knees, and just a bunch of just wonky-ass people covered in jock itch. I don't know how that happens, but uh, maybe they is all... I don't want to speculate, but <laughs> there's just too much turbulence in the world to bring it into the church, so we's going to feed everybody, and then we have a truck full of holy wine. But I don't tell them what truck that is. We don't need hoarding going on or looting at the church from our church food. So you stocked up on toilet paper? <sighs> Did you stock up on magazines? What? You know, to go with the toilet paper. Why do you need magazines to go with the toilet yeah. paper, Glenda? I know. use the toilet paper to wipe, not the magazines. Yeah, I know, honey, but you know, while you're sitting there waiting for it to fall out, you can read something on, you know, Megan McCain or Joy Behar bitching at each other on The View and then get so upset that just... You know, makes you want to drop your load right there. I think it's handy to have a magazine oh my God. in the toilet. Well, I am in the running to replace Megan McCain as one of the conservatives on The View, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm not even going to audition. I'm just going to write a letter and send it in saying, I can get all of you um, audited by the IRS every week for the rest of your life. Don't mess with me, Malou out. And they'll just get it. That reminds me, I should probably get another truckload of the television sets and them DVD players since cable and satellite probably go out when the electricity goes out and the grid goes out. Now I'm going to need another truck full of them wind farms or them wind turbines that chop all the birds up, the dumb birds that fly into these things. That's why we know they is dumb birds. They can fly anywhere. Why is it Then there's so much sky in outer space the birds fly right into a windmill. Now that is dumb. I think they ought to put the windmills, you know, strategically placed with a real good strategery on a chicken farm and a turkey farm. And that way they won't have to pay for manual labor and they'll just fly right into the blades. <laughs> and you've got chopped chicken and chopped turkey right there ready for holiday That's time. That's true, yeah. You know? yeah. I think of these things, you know, when I'm on the toilet. Well, if it wasn't for people like you, Glenda, thinking about how to get us out of the next mess, especially the you-know-what that's going to happen this week, then we probably wouldn't have anyone except the pastor man coming up with solutions on how to get us out of the next pastor adventure, right? Oh, that's right. i got to get a truckload of Bibles. I don't know if my congregation can even read. But that's why I'm taking extra pillows to beat them when they're hung upside down. And I'm going to beat them with hold of pillows until the lumps develop. Because that was an old ancient way of reading the soul of someone. You could read the bumps on their head. Like Bugs Bunny in them cartoons. I saw a seminar on that. And Bugs Bunny was teaching us how to read the bumps on people's heads. And then you had to order the supplies from the Acme Hammer place and the Acme Anvil place, and you put the person's head on the anvil, oh and then you beat him with that hammer oh until the lumps come, and then you read the bumps. 
So, oh my God. just refresh my drink. Wow. You said you were the smartest one in your the family. Smartest. And smartest. what was the IQ of Ernid? And do you know the IQ of Idid? Yes. Idid, that's a dumb name. Oh. You know, I want to call her Idy Idy. I think that's, you know, Idy Idy O, Idy O, Idy O. Idy O. Is she a hoe? Is Idy Idy a hoe? Oh my God. Oh. I'm just having some fun, you know. You are. It's a late night. Yeah, I'm just trying to bring a little laugh well, to people's smiles. That's Glenda's radio moment. Yes, sir. Even though it's not my show. Yes, up. You know? Uh, oh, my goodness. Sorry, guys. The pepperoni's kicking. The Wendy Comfortable's, well, Ernie's IQ is like a nine. And it is, because she's a girl, she's smarter. And her IQ is about a ten. About. There was a decimal point, but then the number after the decimal point wore off the sheets. Because um, they write those scores of the IQ test down on the bed sheets. Because that's where they take the IQ test. It's in bed. What? What? What do you mean they take an IQ test in bed? Well, you that's right. heard of anyone taking an IQ test in bed. Yes. Were they just studying no. or writing the, the answers down or the test? I have another answer, but I probably can't say it on the air. What? But it happens in Circus Circus on the 12th floor. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, God. Anyway, I don't know what I'm saying, you guys. No, they take the IQ test in bed because they'd have to lay down for the test. And then when they fall in that dream state, the test person records the dreams and then they score the dreams according to how smart the dream is or how dumb it is. So Ernie, his IQ dream score was a 9. And then Idid's dream score was a 10. But Pernid's dream score was a 100. I got all of them right. I got a perfect score. And so Pernid's IQ is 100 on the smartest, most smartest. A dream. In Pernid's family. A dream score. <laughs> so you lay there. What the hell? Passed out sleeping. Right. And dream. Are you drunk? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Am I awake? Can you guys hear me? No kidding. Oh, my God. I know. So, since... Um, yeah, so I'm not, I don't have any more questions no. on that one, Kathy. No, neither do I. What town were you all born in? What was it, like a site for nuclear waste? Yes, it was, actually. It's a very famous nucle- nuclear waste town. And there was a poem written about it called The Wasteland. And it was all about how much nuclear waste was there. And what was it called? Weapons of Mass Instruction. And we had a lot of... Uh, WMIs there that we had to learn about to protect ourselves from the nuclear waste. And so we had to read these pamphlets all the time on the weapons of mass instruction. And they didn't want us to find out until they all left. And Perny found out later on that the weapon they was talking about of mass instruction was our brain inside our head. They didn't want us using our brains. They wanted us to listen to them, the elites. And that's what happened in the town where Perny lives. It just it was hit by nuclear waste. It was built on nuclear waste, and everyone there is hydrocephalic and wonky ass cheekbones and screwed up, cross eyes, not even looking at the nose. They can't even do that right. And so the nuclear waste got into everybody's system and infected their brains. And so that's why they couldn't do the real IQ test like everyone else in part of the country where they don't have the nuclear waste. We have to do it through dream therapy. And so we just lay there and had dreams, and then they score our dreams. 
But we all escaped, Pernod escaped from that town in uh, Arkansas, in Abilama, somewhere down there. I can't remember the town. But, uh, and Ernie had made it out, and Ed Ed got out. So the whole Ferner family got out, we relocated. And so now we is everywhere in secret, just living in little, little hobble homes, like little mounds of dirt out in the fields of corn and wheat. And, uh, so we live in secret, we're a humble family, but we all like to practice, you know, reading the Bible and giving praise to the Lord. <laughs> praise for what, honey, living the dirt? Oh, wait, I see a connection. Is that why you bury people out back your church after they're dead? Because you're used to living in the ground? Oh, shit. Oh, my God, it's making sense. Oh, shit, Glenda. I never thought of that. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of being in a hole, I mean, we should all have our bomb shelters to get ready for what's going to happen this week with the you-know-what, and then the reaction to the you-know-what, and then the reaction to the reaction to the you-know-what. I mean, I got my celebrity bomb shelter. It is stocked up and ready to go. I even have cocktails and a mini bar. I have a palette of mini bars and cocktails and emergency liquors, emergency glasses for the emergency liquors, emergency garnishes of olives and um, those little pearl onions for the emergency oh, liquors, yeah. and then emergency candles. Candles. Dipped in liquor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready for the big, you know. Oh my God, hold on. So yeah, we got the candles and flashlights and batteries. Will we get a toilet paper, a Winko, or the, the Nordstrom's? I think Nordstrom's is closed now here in Vegas. But I forgot to get candles. Oh my god, I gotta light matches when I'm done with my load. You know, I like a good cinnamon candle, and then a lavender candle, and a peppermint candle, and all three together just. Kill the smell of that shit. I mean, that's more powerful than bleach right there, I'm telling you that. Well, so... Oh, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, this is so exciting. <laughs> Not. Um, I'm gonna go now and talk with my dudes and my babes on the beach, because it's like the moon is out, the stars are out here on Venice Beach in L.A., and so we're going to be talking about our plans for tomorrow oh, for when yeah. the you-know-what happens with all yeah. the truckers nationally and uh, globally and especially in Australia. Yeah. So I'm going to get ready. Okay. Ciao. All right. Good night, Jonathan. Good night, Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. What? I got to go. So we're stepping oh. popcorn tonight so we can go stock up and say. Okay. Before the trucker strike starts tomorrow. So oh, no. I'll talk to you later. Okay, honey. Glenda. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Good night, Glenda. Oh, my goodness. So, oh, what? I just remember something I have to get. What? Not Taylor, Ernie, and an idiot. Oh, you God. know, they have driver's licenses for these trucks. Mm -hmm. And I need to sneak away their driver's licenses. Why? Lest they drive all the trucks away over a cliff somewhere. Because well, with IQs as low <laughs> as theirs, there's no telling what they would do with my supplies. Well. That I have all stocked up and ready to go. But, for the truck <laughs> strike starting tomorrow. Yes, but. So I gotta sneak off and take away their licenses so they can't start the trucks. I think which bad now. Okay, good night. Wow. Um, if you're still listening, I think you should also take away their keys. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, 
Well, he was the most smartest in his family. That's what he said, Johnny. So maybe he knows what he's doing. Maybe the driver's licenses from their town are the keys to the truck. What the hell do I know? Well, anyway, we have to get uh, ready for this uh, trucker strike that starts tomorrow nationwide, globally, and in Australia. So that's why we've been stocking up on groceries and getting ready for this. Um, I won't be watching the news on this. I've got better things to do. I'm writing a screenplay on my next film for a documentary that uh, I'm going to be in. It's a documentary about how successful my documentary is, even though I have to make it and have it succeed before I can document it. But it's sort of a reverse chronological order thing, kind of like a William Faulkner model um, for the movie. You know, every movie has to be based on a model of the plot. And so our model is backwards. And um, since everything in the world's going backwards, I think everyone will experience it as going forwards. I don't know, but we're going to try it anyway. Good night, everyone.